gonna give you a big surprise. And here it is. Welcome to Who Are These Broadcasters? As always, I'm Christian Blatt. With me, also as always, Eric Zane, a.k.a. America's Sweetheart. That's right. Step aside, Cardiff Electric and Tukey. There's a new sweetheart in town. Eric, how are you doing today? Uh, never better, young man. Never better. It's good to it's good to see your smiling face again. Yes, uh, obviously, as though we weren't just talking 40 seconds ago. And it's true, this true. is the first. Get to the mind. Third wall. Third wall. Third wall. <laughs> third wall. Third wall. That's right. Always affirm. Now, look. Uh, obviously, we've been uh, doing it a few weeks where it's just uh, Eric and I, and I know people miss Carl. And uh, I thought, uh, let's put him up there for a moment, and uh, people will get a little bit of Carl time. And you don't seem to be too excited to see well, him there. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of like, uh, he's old news. You know, I see that there's one pain in the ass who just started, and he says, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> and so I'm like, the less we acknowledge Carl, uh, the better, the better off we are. And by the way, I think it's fourth wall, not third wall. So sorry. About yeah, it's, a, it's a wall. Well, what about if I bring Lucy type box on the screen? Do you think that that might, uh, make some I, of a difference for you? Okay. Yes. She is hands down. <laughs> one of my favorite people on the planet. My God, woman cover up because you're going to cause strange feelings with your old pal, Eric Zane. All right. Well then, uh, let's, uh, let's get focused then. Uh, I, you know, I'm more of a kindy guy, but maybe we'll show her next week. Uh, in any case, as always, I'll be your MC for today's proceedings and Eric, you handle the super chats. Why don't you remind everybody how the super chats work on this show? It's real simple. We want, uh, um, Christian to say some horrible things for his final sign off. Cause he ends the show usually with something that's stupid. So what you do is you go ahead and you put what you want him to say, whatever you want him to say. Okay. Uh, the more you make him squirm, the better. And that goes to the highest super chat. All right. We're yes. not going to make a big deal about this and, and beg for money. It's up to you. If you feel like we're doing a good job entertaining you, terrific. Uh, and if you want Christian to say something ridiculous as a sign off, have at it, please. Highest one gets the prize. And uh, I always have to specify uh, highest U.S. dollar amount. You know, I, I, I don't need any of that Cardiff money. I don't need 10 million czars. You know, I don't want any of that stuff. Yes. Yes. You know? Okay. Uh, if I understood the euro, I know it's worth more than the dollar, but I'm going to have to stick to dollars because I don't actually know if 50 euros yeah. is more than $50. I, I don't really know for sure. So we have to stick to those rules. Okay. And if you're a big fan of Carl, learn how to spell his name, <laughs> jerk. It's K-A-R-L. Well, no, you, left, you left the A off the end. It's K-A-R-L-A. Oh. Yes, or or also Lady K. Either way, either yes. of those are accepted. Okay. All right. Well, that's enough antics now because I think that's right. We have to dive in to local news. Who are these local newscasters? Others imitate. We appreciate it. Now, Eric, I have an important question for you. Uh, you like watching fat people fight, right? <laughs> I love fat people in general. Are you yeah. kidding me? I mean, look, you're an American. 
You're a great American, as Sean Hannity would say. And of course you like watching fat people fight. But yep. there is something better than watching fat people fight. And that's fat families fighting. And if you want to put the little cherry on top, well, I present to you fat families fighting at Disneyland. Oh. And uh, this video uh, comes to us from uh, the New York Post. Okay. Who, a lot of their videos, they try to uh, save money and having anybody do any voiceover. So uh, I might have to uh, do a little reading, but uh, I will also uh, change our screen format so our audience can actually read it. So here we go. This is an actual fight at Disneyland. Wow. A very mature fight broke out between families at Disneyland. It's yet another cringy moment of fighting at the park known as the happiest place on earth. You know, and, uh, and uh, you know, I've seen a lot of these and uh, they, they, the uh, makeup of the crew is usually massively overweight. Uh, these sure. are people that like to eat. And uh, when they fight, at a, uh, you know, they lose their balance quite easily. You see a lot of women that look like uh, Roger's mom from what's happening, falling <laughs> down on the pavement. There's a great reference. <laughs> you old people will get that. Please, please roll it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, and, and anybody who wants me to shout out Shirley Hemphill right now uh, to keep the <laughs> what's happening, cutting edge references, I will. Yeah. So, yeah, this is that same video again. And we're just looking at the fight here. But the New York Post being the New York Post are like, well, we've got other videos like that. So they then remind us from back in May, two other fat families fighting. Wow. Two people were yes. actually banned from Disneyland after viral videos showed them attacking another family who asked them to move out of the way of their photo op. Uh, you know, I'm sure you've been to uh, plenty of theme parks with your kids, Eric. Uh, I yep. know regularly Disneyland is, is about an hour or so away. And, uh, you know, we do take a lot of photos of the kids there. But never once have I even thought, like, I'm going to you know, speak a little bit loudly about, hey, you're fucking up my photo. Can, can you let us get over there with Minnie? You know, my, you know, my favorite is nowadays when people shoot the videos different from when the post publishes it is when you yeah. actually see what we've created is um, uh, director and producer and talent at the same time because they're executing flawless uh, uh, imagery. They're 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 good in their camera shot and they'll they'll, they'll narrate it at the same time. That's yeah. that's like my favorite thing to see. Well, I'm glad you like that because there's a video that uh, is added on here to the end, which is not fat people fighting, but it is another mishap at Disneyland. This one is, uh, well, so we got a little bit more fighting, of course. Well, but, uh, oh, no. <laughs> it's I remember this. like these that can make a family's dream vacation go up in flames. The goddamn uh, dragon. The dragon caught on fire. It. Uh, it's not good here. And I love that the New York Post video says this is not part of the show because obviously there's pyrotechnics. There's uh, all sorts of uh, performance there. And uh, yeah, that's I don't know what what could make Disneyland more fun than uh, watching people fight. Maybe being a part of a fight would uh, kind of spoil the day. But what if you got to see a couple of, you know, I don't know, 5XL parents and their 3.5XL kids really going at it? I mean, that would make for the, the well, happiest place on earth. That's the thing. If you do get in a fight with someone that big, there there's some very specific things that you have to keep in mind. Now, you could just run away, okay? <laughs> but if you do actually want to fight, you have to weather about six to eight seconds. 
because they're <laughs> going to be out of gas then. So don't you dare let them get their hands on you because you're done. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, you could, uh, if, if uh, you feel like you don't have time to run away, you could climb a tree. You don't even have to go all the way up. You just have to get to that like first branch. <laughs> you know, you think you'll probably be all right. Of course. Well, Obviously, we're enjoying that. We're having fun. But, uh, you know, another great pastime is uh, watching cops, the police, rough up some teens who have no respect for authority. Fall River Police have just released body camera footage right here of an incident involving multiple teenagers at a McDonald's. It's an update to a story we first reported on 12 News at 10 last night. A manager called police to the President Avenue location yesterday afternoon because some of the teens were allegedly causing a ruckus and not ordering food. I'm going to pause that for a second because a broadcasting note uh, causing a ruckus. Oh, really? Were they hooligans and ruffians? (laughs) Maybe... Maybe some ne'er do wells. <laughs> Let's play a game called What Would Anthony Cumia Say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're on YouTube, so we won't say it. But uh, right. yeah, yeah. But uh, these ruffians, yeah. Right. Body camera right. footage right here shows several of them ignoring an officer's request for. You know, now that you say that, I'm sorry, I'm pausing it again. You notice that uh, they've, of course, blurred out the identities of the teens. Um, the uh, boxes are definitely different shades. Uh, oh, yes, yes, same. absolutely. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil this video too much, but uh, everybody watching at home, try to pick out the kid that they're going to put their hands on just from the boxes. <laughs> okay. You let me know if you have I've got, an idea. I've got one picked out. Okay, you've got one picked out. Let's yep. see what happens. For them to leave. Video shows one teen was taken into custody inside the McDonald's and another was arrested outside. Time to leave. I'm not playing. Time to go. Time to go. If you don't stop leaving, my handcuffs are coming on. First person I grab goes. You're under arrest. You're under arrest. That's the one. I was wrong. And then oh. now here comes oh, the over your overreaction. <laughs> yeah. Look. You know, yes. sometimes uh, if a kid's mouthy with you, you know, uh, it's it's hard to. I guess. Yeah, he warned him. He said, "Look, yeah. black guys, uh, I, uh, one of you is going to jail, and uh, the first one I grab is in." It was a very random thing. I like yeah. that. I like that. It's kind of like teenager uh, you just you know. saw told officers he just wanted to get food because he does not eat the food at school. Well. Yeah, I think that that's an important distinction that this kid made, by the way, is that he doesn't eat the food at school. So uh, he figured uh, he would have a more nutritious meal over at McDonald's. Part of me wishes that the kid who got arrested, they interview him and he actually said, well, you know, I could say make a bit excuse, but actually I was causing a ruckus. <laughs> I was definitely causing a ruckus. I was into ruckus like yeah. things. My my pals and I were up to some shenanigans. <laughs> Nelson's TAS and Game Archive, Christian says, who are these $2 interruptions to the show flow? As I gave you nothing for that joke, by the way. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. By the way, uh, $2 Super Chats are always appreciated, and they never disrupt the flow of the show. Have you noticed the lack of chemistry Eric and I have? Please, we need your Super Chats to help us pretend that we can tolerate talking to each other for an hour. I don't even like him. I know he hates me. So Yeah, well, good. And see, and that's the thing. That's all I wanted you to be able to take away. So, yes, Uh, right now, that is the front runner. Uh, That 
$2 super chat is what I'll say at the end. Uh, That's if horrible. If anybody's got $2.05, uh, maybe we can uh, put something else in my mouth at the end of the show. Do what well, Christian, do what Christian writes, but is not a super <laughs> chat, writes, did they ask for an application as they were dragged out? <laughs> <laughs> you know that's excellent. That's a that's fantastic. Uh, I I appreciate that comment. So a week from today is Halloween, and uh, we'll uh, have a special Halloween segment on our show next week. But obviously, every neighborhood always has that one house, the one that goes crazy, way over the top with all the decorations, and it's usually like the really cool house. But you know, not every neighborhood, Eric, has the house where you look at it. And they've kind of got a theme to their decorations that, well, it makes you uh, walk on the other side of the street with your kids. Uh-huh. You know, you're just like, mm-hmm. this is definitely not the one that uh, that we should be looking at. I'm sure growing up, there must have been times where it was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. We don't want to actually walk by the actual haunted house, just the pretend haunted house. Yes, right? exactly. You want to stay away <laughs> from that one. I didn't yeah, have one was, in my neighborhood, but you grew up in, I don't know, I forget what borough, but. Uh, I, I grew up in the rural suburbs of New York, 45 miles northwest oh, of Manhattan. Oh, you're rich right where the Right where the suburbs started to get uh, to get really rural. Uh, yes, there's a nine-mile lake in the town I grew up in. <laughs> it was a resort town. All of these things are true. Um, but, uh, you know, look, somebody had to be the help in that town. Let's just put it yes. that way. Okay, fair uh, enough. Well, in uh, in Florida, we do have one of those houses, though, that uh, I don't know. The guy seems to try to convince the reporter that he's well-intentioned. Let's uh, let's see what we think as we start to see his house. We spoke to the man behind what some are calling these disturbing decorations. He says he's trying to make a statement about child neglect. Not everyone gets it. Oh. Kenneth Kane says some people like it. This was the goth girl selfie station. Since 2020, he has dangled bald, unclothed dolls on his tree for Halloween. I don't advertise why I do it, but if people come up and talk to me, I'll be more than glad to give them the answer. Yeah, I'd be more than glad to uh, ask them to come down into the basement that uh, has a room that, uh, well, it doesn't have a a way out. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I don't know if it's the sunken mouth, the pointy nose, the skinny head or the haircut that screams rapist. Or maybe it's just all of them. Wow, well, look at that guy. Maybe maybe people in the live chat are probably connecting with him. I'm sure that when he explains himself a little bit better, I think that maybe they'll understand. And that usually makes people understand what I'm what it is that I'm doing. His answer when we asked, the display is inspired by the island of the dolls in Mexico. Legend has it a man who lived in isolation found the body of a young girl floating in water and collected dolls to honor oh. her. I oh, yeah, of course. Father and I have kids. So he's a father and yeah. he has kids. Of course. <laughs> now, now I remember the legend of the dolls. Yeah, the oh. legend of the dolls. Yeah, I know. He heard the story of this guy in Mexico where the body of a young girl washed up and he was like, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Why does good stuff never happen to me? Uh, the uh, the uh, chat is on fire, suggesting that this will be uh, discussed on the creep off before too long with this guy. Oh. Well done. Yeah, I, I will uh, definitely send this clip to uh, Vinny and Carl. Uh, and uh, by the way, because uh, because uh, we've uh, had a really good week on WATP and WATB, I'll uh, I'll say for uh, fans of the creep off, vote Carl 
and vote often. But if Vinny shows up in the chat, then I might say the opposite. So Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, as we continue, Sheamus or Sheamus sent two bucks. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, what's Sheamus's last name? Can you put that back up on the screen, Eric? Seamus McAnus. <laughs> I mean, when you come up with a great screen name like that, I, I wanted to make sure that it doesn't go to waste, you know? All right. All right. Let's uh, we've got another minute of this creep. I'm sure that uh, he's going to win us over in the yep, next 60 yep. seconds. Uh, because as I said, I was moved. So I felt that the best thing to do is to take my motivation and put it to good use. Kane says he wants to oh. bring attention to child neglect and abuse. That's promoting this kind of violence and crime neighbor Matt. So there's a neighbor here uh, who, you know, look is a bit of a Karen, but at the same time, this guy's house is fucking creepy. I'm actually on the Karen side, yeah. but I needed to let this clip play because, you know, when you used to do a piece like this, in fact, we have other clips where they'll do this. They would go to the neighbor's house. Like they went to that guy's house. So I would assume they'd be able to go to his neighbor's house and film him there. But instead, they're on Zoom. I know <laughs> this reporter talking to him on a laptop, and uh, I, I was just like, "So no one takes pride in their work anymore, right? You can't even can't even leg it over to the neighbor's house. Oh, he's not home. Well, we'll do it on Zoom later. Meanwhile, there's a pot of boiling kid dicks on this guy's range <laughs> next door. That's right, and you have to always make sure you boil them for 45 minutes. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. So anyway, this neighbor is very upset, though. And uh, like I said, he doesn't uh, he doesn't make bad points here. Jack Milner contacted eight on your side with his concerns. He says he has tried to get officials to force Kane to take the dolls down. These dolls are naked. They're little <laughs> children and uh, they're showing scenes of torture. Kane says he knows it is disturbing for some. They're all. He's like, I'm aware that they're naked. Why else would I be in the tool shed jerking off? I mean, come on. I, don't, I mean, yeah, I have the clothes, but I burned them so that no one can find the evidence. You know, I want I it is weird that they're there, but I, I can't deny this rapist um, uh, uh, right to hang it up there. And until we find well, the, the the evidence, he's, we, we got to let him well. do his thing. I'm glad that uh, you mentioned uh, the right to uh, self-expression because that'll come up at the end of the clip. Okay, let's, good. Uh, let's, uh, let's hear, though, uh, if he's getting it all discouraged by his uh, performance art. All tied up and stuff. I, I get it. It would freak some people out, but that's how do you, you know, do that piece of art? And besides, it's art, Eric. if they weren't tied to sticks, they'd be off doing some mischief. This is... Yeah, they'd be causing a ruckus, you know? <laughs> <laughs> if If they weren't tied down, you know, it's... Yeah, it's basically why uh, if you <laughs> well, I don't know I don't know how many uh, serial killer fans we have here, but uh, right. you know the uh, the toy box killer. That's why he would strap them to the tables because exactly. if he didn't, they would be out you know causing some mischief. And I'm sorry, what were you going to say? Eric? No, I love that. Uh, uh, the Wired Christian says, "Jiff that hand of him <laughs> talking about the mischief." And uh, yeah, wow, that's uh, that's all great. And by the way, no black babies on that tree. So the lo some of the local kids of the African American. Yeah. American persuasion will not be uh, too They're, intimidated. They, they don't have to worry. And uh, I think we know what part of Florida this is. I guess that's all. Uh -huh. to say. It's uh, it's Lakeland, Florida. Okay, there the we go. Time he will be doing this display. It hits me when it hits me, but uh, 
last year I did skeletons on stripper poles, so maybe that'll <laughs> make a comeback next year. A spokesperson from the sheriff's office come told back. me the sheriff's office does not know exactly what is displayed, but he said freedom of speech does allow for a lot. Reporting yes. in Lakeland, I'm Stacey De Silva. <laughs> I love that. The sheriff is like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck this guy's up to last yeah. year. Did you hear last year he had uh, skeletons on stripper poles? Yeah, we don't even go to buy the house yep. anymore. It's not worth it. <laughs> if if he does it, if he starts raping a kid, we'll shoot him dead and we'll deal with it then. But until then, it, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I don't know. Let us know what you think about that guy. Should we? Uh, <laughs> we should probably pass that on to Vinny and Carl. I think. Uh, I, I think that they might need to yeah. save that story for next Halloween because uh, he'll be at it again. I think Some, that's a little uh, pre-crime or minority report on this guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was uh, some questionable broadcasting technique in that story. And our next story is actually kind of an interesting story. Uh, a man is, char- is way overcharged for a speeding ticket in Georgia. Uh, but again, the reporter filing the story makes a, a fairly uh, unique uh-huh. and uh, I'll say uh, stupid choice in how to tell the story, but let's let's find out about it first. Okay. Connor Perfect. Cato was driving home on September 2nd when he was pulled over by Georgia State Patrol for driving 90 in a 55 mile per hour zone. Connor says he knew he was going to get a super speeder ticket, which in Georgia means an extra $200 is added to speeding tickets, but he did not know the amount would be as high as it was. $1,480,032.51. Okay, so one, it's crazy that this guy was charged $1.4 million for a speeding ticket. And I'm interested in this story. But what I'm fascinated by is the fact that this reporter conducts this interview on speakerphone. Uh, and, you know, so the last story, I was critical of using Zoom, but uh, obviously this might have been a situation that it would have been preferable. Uh, we would have been able to hear him. And uh, when she speaks, you're right. going to realize we don't hear her that well. And uh, I'm going to play a little bit more of it, Eric. You tell me if maybe she said it, should have said, hey, can you say that again? We need to do a second take. Right. <laughs> So you called the court after seeing that number, of course, and what did the courts tell you? Uh, the lady told me on the phone, I, I told her, this might be a typo, I don't know, I'm not sure, and I told her the amount it was, and she said, no, sir, that's the correct amount. You either pay the $1.4 million or appear in court on December the 21st at one thirty. Yeah, so, uh, you know, there's some information. We got the gist of it, so either, I don't know, Eric, uh, if, if if you were doing that for your show, uh, you could have uh, re-recorded it or right. at least, you know, edited out the glitch. I well, mean, probably, I probably not for my show, but, no, but no, no, if no. it were an actual respectable show, I could picture somebody actually taking the time to do that. Hey, can you say that again on my mark <laughs> and go and go? Yeah, that's that's how they would do it on. Yo, remember the 90s. You know, they it, would take pride in their work. Connor Cato is the ticket receiver. Could that possibly be his number on display there? Or is that? No. So I don't know why. And this is uh, for our audio audience. They have a number, a a 202, which is the Washington, D.C. area code. This is in Georgia. And 555 numbers uh, are typically fake numbers. So I'm not quite sure why this number's on the phone, but uh, they put it on the news this way. So everybody's uh, welcome to uh, call it. And uh, and leave a voicemail for us. Uh, I did want to tidy this up, though. I wanted to explain 
because I didn't want to leave everybody hanging. So this is from later in the story. So the balance reflected in the e-citation was just a placeholder. The system automatically puts in $999,999.99 as the base amount plus other costs as the only way to resolve that the ticket is to appear in court, but also the amount of the fine cannot exceed $1,000. So my question is, why don't you just have the default be, I don't know, $999? Right. <laughs> you know, it's so dumb. This is so dumb. <laughs> yeah. My God. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, so I believe that uh, it's a good thing that, uh, I don't know, three was on your side or you notice how both of these newscasts are like, well, we're on your side, your local right. newscast. So don't forget about us and get all your information from the internet and the, uh, who are these podcasts yeah. network? Every every local TV station has the we're fighting for you, and usually you know it's like Ron Burgundy. They're walking down the street with that patriotic music, yeah, kind of like looking at the camera. How they're you might see boxing gloves in the background. How they're gonna fight for you? They don't give a shit. All they want is a story. No, yeah, but that's why Eric Zane's here. All he wants is a story. Uh, Eric, uh, this next video. I don't even understand it. You insisted yeah. that I include this on the show. Uh, I guess you thought it was funny. I don't understand what's supposed to be funny about it. Uh, I know it's uh, starting. Yeah, it, it's fucking. It's it's impossible to escape stereotypes that Chinese people can't drive when you have a story like this. Hmm. Well, all I know is that uh, a car drove into the Chinese consulate in San Francisco. Uh, so I, I don't know anything about this. But uh, you see people running. Holy shit. I this haven't seen Asians run like that since fucking Mothra attacked. We would have also accepted Tiananmen Square. <laughs> but uh, Mothra, yeah. So <laughs> there it is right there in the lobby at the Chinese consulate in San Francisco. Uh, and again, I don't uh, I, I, I don't even understand this story. I, it's a great story. What are you talking about? Uh-oh. I just got a text from Carl to send your wife's station. <laughs> I, I I don't you know what I don't even see ethnicity, Carl. I, I live I, I live in a world where everybody's pixelated face is the same color. Is that is that true? Is that that's really true? No. Oh, okay. yeah. Well my well the part about my wife, that might be true. Oh! <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I I'd say sorry, but I'm I'm not No, no, but of course you're not. Yeah. I, I think you knew what you were doing, you son of a bitch. Well, here's a story that I think um you're going to really relate to based on something you were telling me before we started. So, Eric, are you ready to go down, down to Dookie Town? Okay, fair enough. Let's do it. Now, we warn you, this story is disturbing and disgusting. A case, if you have a weak stomach, close your eyes. Well, and that's I mean, how we know that this is a video for us, by the way. When it, the it, reporter says, cover your eyes if you have a weak stomach, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to pull this clip. We've already made it past her fat gut. The rest isn't going to be a problem. You know, uh, we actually saw this news team uh, a few weeks ago. They had the story about the, uh, it was also in Memphis, the restaurant that had maggots in the food. Okay. So, so this is not the first <laughs> so this, time you visited is, with her. Yeah, This is a regular thing then. They just, yeah. okay, they, they get past her and then they show some, uh, I don't know, uh, a bloody placenta. Who knows? I, I have a friend who lives in Memphis, and these two stories that made me realize I should never shake his hand again. Uh, so, so let's see what's going on uh, there in Memphis. 
renters say this toilet paper, the human feces and flies were not here on Tuesday. That leads them to believe that this problem is not yet fixed. Gross. Soggy toilet paper and feces. It's a feeding ground for flies at University Gardens Manor. Well, let's go ahead and do a freeze frame there. This is uh, good advertising for anybody in the Memphis area. There's the number. You can go ahead and give them a call and see if they have any availability <laughs> if you're looking for a new place to live. Uh, I like that uh, the reporter's like, well, there's shit everywhere and there's swarming flies around it. So it might not actually have been fixed. The sewage wow. problem. What, yeah, what, what's ridiculous is that clean out. All it takes is a PVC cap and you're done. Just put it on well, there. You, you you would think that. But, uh, Eric, unfortunately, the problem is a little bit more complicated. Okay. It, it's not localized to one spot. In Midtown. Tell me what you call this place, sir. Duke Land. Why do you call it that? It's because it's made, it's made of bad smell like toilet. After our story aired last week. Oh. And, uh, you know, I'm jealous of our audio audience who doesn't get to see the uh, light mud coating on those wow. steps. Except, of course, oh, wait, that's not mud. Oh, holy shit. Somebody had uncooked curry for dinner last night. And, oh, uh, it wow. ended up right there. <laughs> it's actually a shitfall. It's because it's it's the path steps down in like several steps and the, the shit's running down it. By the way, that was my favorite Atari 2600 game, Shitfall. Shitfall, uh, shitfall Harry. Uh, there was nobody like him and uh, the adventures he got oh, into. Watch out for the scorpion. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's finish up this one. A city spokeswoman confirmed codes officers cited the complex for raw sewage. Management told me staffers did make repairs, but this new leak started in the middle of the week. Yeah, and, uh, you know, our guys only come out on the weekend <laughs> when they're oh, not working their real shit. jobs. So yes. there's going to be shit everywhere for a little while. <laughs> My God, that is uh, that is staggering. This is, uh, wow, rough time in the projects, to be sure. <laughs> yeah, well, by the way, uh, it, it, you know, I want to make sure that uh, if anyone in the WATP universe wants to send us a song parody uh, I will even give you the idea to the town of Lips Incorporated's Funky Town. If anybody, it, do, it only needs to be a few seconds. Anybody wants to put Dookie Town to music? To Funky uh, Town. Please, please do that. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know. We don't have any merch. Uh, I, I'll give you a Black Cast T-shirt. I guess I, I don't know. That's that's kind of the only merch that I can give away. So you'll be you'll be legend. You get legendary status on the show. Which speaking of that, Reverend Shitstain, powerful pooper. Has just fired off two dollars for Christian to say dropping and dipping doo doo warfare fecal facilitation. Now I think I think we might have to uh, add like a caveat to the rules. If there's a tie for super chats, then we get to pick the one we want. You know what? Correct. I'll let you. I'll let you pick what I say. I think that that's yep, only yep. fair. Yeah. Uh, and right now, that's the front runner. Uh, we've got, got a couple people asked talking about uh, Carl not being here. Kelly Riddle was here yesterday or last week and heard the uh, Steve Smith, what uh, his usage of the term uh, ninja to replace another yep. word yep. and says, uh, Carl, Carl got ninja rich and, <laughs> and now he won't show up to work anymore. That's two ninja references from Kelly. 
Yeah. Well, Kelly, uh, Kelly's a good egg. You know, I, I, I like seeing Kelly around. So uh, we appreciate that. Uh, Kelly, that is one of those uh, gender neutral names. So I'm not entirely sure. I, I feel like Kelly's probably a, a man because, look, it's the WATP universe. The majority of the audience is male, although there's an increasing number of Mexicans. If you're yeah. listening to the main show, yeah. you're hearing that. So uh, I'm going to uh, present to everyone a story, but I could be convinced to not actually air the video that goes with this story. I'll show you the headline and uh, a super chat could talk me out of this story. And the headline is man's testicles lost in his abdomen after traumatic motorcycle crash. Oh no. Does everybody want to hear that? Does that sound like it'll be comfortable to everyone? Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you you ever, if you ever like, um, um, like if your drawstring comes out of your sweats and then you attach one end to a pencil and push it through something jammed his nuts up into his abdomen. That's what happened. That's, um, almost exactly what happened. And, um, <laughs> this again comes from the New York post. This happened in Italy. So I, I, I mean, it's local to Italy. I'm like, I don't even know what category that is. You know, who are these international broadcasters? No, this is a this is a dude and you'll see him a dude with his laptop who, you know, probably just strings stories to the New York post and gets a hundred bucks a video. But uh, we've got some editorializing as we go along and it's difficult to uh, avoid editorializing, but I challenge everyone in the audience to uh, try to sit still and not shift in your seat and not even once go as uh, this story goes along. An unidentified 20-something-year-old got into a motorcycle accident. It caused his uh, right genital to become dislocated, and the impact was such that the gonad came out of the scrotum and went through the inguinal canal, a small passageway in the groin, before it finally settled in the uh, abdomen. So the patient subsequently reported to the hospital where unfortunately it was revealed that he had a large mass of clotted blood in the scrotum, which actually hindered medics' attempts to properly examine the genitals. So they were actually forced to stem the hemorrhage and then drain this reservoir of blood. And then after they attended to his other injuries, which included a serious pelvic fracture, they also had to make sure that his urinary tract was still intact following the freak accident. So now what's worse having the accident or having low rent imitation Bobby Lee report on it <laughs> while he has clearly not showered and just tossed a hat on. That was my well. first thought. I was like lost in the, in this horrible story is the dude who looks like he's in the fucking Chico and the man lookalike <laughs> contest. What the fuck was that guy doing? <laughs> well, let's let's try to figure out if things turned out all right for the patient. So finally, they did a CAT scan, which helped locate the displaced testicle after the motorcycle crash knocked it out of orbit. And then they sort of put it back into place with a procedure called an orchidopexy. Fortunately, six months after the accident, the man's equipment had returned to normal and didn't impact his hormone or semen production, which can unfortunately (laughs) be the case with a lot of these extra scrotal excursions. And yes, I did leave the clip at a minute and 23 seconds because he does say, 
extra scrotal excursions, which, you know, look, I think uh, in middle school, maybe we all, uh, you know, poke around and we uh, do some exploration and have some extra scrotal excursions. Most of us grow out of it, though, Eric, you know, the uh, wired Christian says, dude, where's my nut? That's that's when you know it's funny. If Eric puts it up and there's no dollar amount attached to it, <laughs> that's a truly funny joke. Good job, DeWired Christian, and not by, just because you have Christian in your name. By the way, DeWired kind of looks like the guy giving the story. If you look at his avatar, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It does look about this. <laughs> well, we're it's like a celebrity sighting. You know, we have somebody actually famous uh, in the chat. Well, we've uh, we've been having a lot of fun, and uh, I know that uh, the best thing to do with fun is to uh, bring it on over to politics. Yeah. A lot of people talking about Christian and Carl's segment, making it great with who are these politics? Yeah. Uh, you know, whenever we do this segment, I think it's a, a constant reminder just how bright our future is. So bright, very bright, the brightest future that we could ever know. And uh, we'll start with uh, the 45th president of the United States. This was a clip from my pal, Eric, uh, that uh, Donald Trump made a uh, profound realization in the middle of a rally, which is usually the time where you want to have the light bulb literally go off over your head. You know how you spell us, right? You spell us, U.S. I just picked that up. Has anyone ever thought of that? I just picked that up. A couple of days I'm reading and it said us. And I said, you know, if you think about it, us equals U.S. It's, isn't that? Now, if we say something genius, they'll never say it. They're well, we don't we don't have to worry about it right there. Uh, <laughs> that is a bad example of genius. Yeah. I, fuck. I mean, I feel like that's a backstage conversation with somebody. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to you know what? I, that's going to be a big applause line that I mean, honestly, I would expect that level of discourse from Chris Christie. Maybe even someone we'll see in a little bit. Mike Pence. But uh, Trump, you're better than that. All right. <laughs> it, 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 he is, but it doesn't matter because he's almost like he plans on giving the audience a test to see what can actually piss the people who support him <laughs> off. And I think that he could go up there and burn the American flag and still win in a landslide, frankly, at this point. I, uh, I find it hard to disagree with that. I also feel so confident about the future because Donald Trump was replaced by a guy who is incapable of coming up with a good excuse when he accidentally shit himself. This is a very brief clip. You definitely have to listen closely. Uh, and uh, Pat in the chat says that's Bob Levy level. Uh, you know what? I love Bob Levy. I think that that might be Ray DeVito level. Uh, possibly even Zumakian. So, yeah. But, hold, on. Uh, hold on. You got to see this one. <laughs> yeah, sure. How <laughs> this dog backwards? Nicola uh, says, God is dog backwards. That is fantastic. Thank you. Thank you know, you. It, 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 you know, obviously, God, former yeah. President Trump doesn't really drink. He doesn't uh, do drugs. He's very proud of that. But it, it, it might be like, did he, did he get high for the first time ever? You know, <laughs> he's like he's like Dennis Hopper in Apocalypse Now. He'll look at you, man. And he'll be like, did you know that if is the middle word in life? 
And he just <laughs> fucking runs back into the hut that he's staying yep. in. So anyway, good old, uh, good old Sleepy Joe. Uh, I'm sure that uh, everybody who supports Sleepy Joe, uh, like you said about President Trump, there's no convincing them that uh, this might not be the way forward uh, in 2024. I apologize. I have to go to the situation with another issue. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I boosted that audio as much as I could. (laughs) You hear the room tone really loud. (laughs) Turn it up as much as you can so you can catch this kid. And let's play it one more time. Yep. One more time. I apologize. I have to go to the situation with another issue. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Did he say I have to go take a shit with another issue? Is that, is that what I heard? Well, I think that's what he's thinking, but he knows to uh, say that I have to go to the situation room. Oh wait, it's (laughs) called the situation room. So uh, yeah. And uh, you know, it's a, it's a fairly weak excuse, but what I noticed from other clips that we've played is that really is his thing at the end when he's not going to take any questions and he has to, you know, go daughter off and, you know, shake a ficus or something or hug an American flag. He does that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He says it so many times so that he can pretend that he doesn't hear anyone. And maybe he's not even pretending. Yeah. So. You know, it, it's really remarkable um, because nowadays we're seeing people who are the staunchest of supporters who would rather him not be in office because they actually feel bad that he's working at the state in the state that he's in. Yeah, exactly. It's uh it's like, yeah, it's like if you see like the, you know, the, the old construction worker, you're like, Oh man, right. He should have saved some money. Yeah. He shouldn't if, be out there. <laughs> if anybody had a heart, even if you love Joe Biden, you'd vote for Trump so that he can go retire. Look at the son of a bitch. <laughs> Well, he's not making any friends, old uh, sleepy Joe Biden, uh, mostly due to the fact that he's been so sleepy. This is another one of those videos that I'm going to have to kind of narrate to some extent. But uh, I think that uh, there's definitely some important information that we get from it. And uh, again, I have to uh, make sure that our audience can Mm -hmm. actually Mm -hmm. see it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot going on in the world. Uh, A lot of it's uh, not funny, so it uh, hasn't really made its way onto this show much. But uh, I don't even know if uh, old Sleepy Joe has uh, much of an understanding of it because uh, this video will uh, illustrate what he's been up to. President Joe Biden has been called out by a famous rapper after he was seen relaxing by the beach with Jill Biden in Delaware amid the escalating crisis in the Middle East. Yep. Biddy. 50 Cent posted the video on Instagram with this caption. Uh, Hey, Joe, get the fuck up. We in trouble, man. And, uh, you know, look, when when you've lost 50 cent, you've lost the country. Um, And this is if you don't say 50, I'm leaving the show. You can't say 50 cent white fuck. It's 50. How do you think uh, our pal Anthony Cumia would say it? I don't know. Who gives a shit? Ninja scent. <laughs> oh. Ninja scent, uh, I believe. So, yes, I'm sorry. Fitty scent. Uh, yeah. You know, this is uh, definitely, we're in an interesting moment in time where it's like, yeah, but here's what Fitty scent said. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember, uh, you know, uh, you'll remember the 90s. I don't know if it was like, you know, CNN was like, and now on NAFTA, here's Sir Mix-a-Lot. 
You know, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> think right. that we cared what rappers thought back right. then, but uh, maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. Uh, so yeah, so Biden's hitting the beach, and uh, somebody uh, pointed pointed out that I guess this uh, video is is from August, or at least the picture of Biden laying down. But uh, he's still at the beach. I mean, yeah, it doesn't it's, matter. It's, doesn't it's matter. a funnier picture. Yeah. Come on. Come on now. Don't don't be a nerd all the time. And uh, let's see what else happens in this video here. I turned it down because it was too loud. It's been revealed Biden has spent 40 percent of his presidency out of office. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we've seen him. We just saw him in that last clip. Right. Uh, right. Maybe he's spending too much time in the office. And I don't know. I mean, both Trump and Obama, you know, their opponents were like, oh, they spent so much time golfing. Well, he's too old to golf. He needs his naps. You exactly. Know? Give him a break, for God's sake. That's terrible. Low, low blow. The wired uh, Christian was doing so great. And he fires off. Kumi has nothing, says nothing with a feeding tube down his throat. Holy shit. I'm only showing that. To uh, humiliate you, uh, Reverend Shitstain, powerful pooper, says Fitty has two master's degree and is the fourth wealthiest black entertainer in the world. By the way, I did not know that. I didn't know that, but uh, I still don't know that, uh, you know, Sky News Australia needs to be quoting Fitty as a source of, right. you know, turmoil in the, uh, the U.S. electorate. But, you know, what do I know? I'm a dummy. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll keep things uh, largely political, uh, but uh, there's uh, chaos throughout uh, Washington, and uh, we'll bring some uh, pundits to try and help us figure out all these problems, Eric. Folks out there need to listen up, mainly because here comes who are these pundits? So uh, things aren't going well at the old uh, House of Representatives, and uh, this clip is from earlier in the week, but things haven't really changed. There's still not a Speaker of the House. The big difference is that uh, Jim Jordan is uh, no longer running for Speaker of the House. He's uh, withdrawn from that. But I think that this is a great broadcasting clip because uh, Brian Kilmeade is watching the live floor vote while they're trying to decide whether or not they can nominate a new speaker. And, uh, you know, at the end of every episode of this show, I do say something different thanks to Super Chats. But the first thing I say is, well, you should remember that every mic is a hot mic. And, uh, oh, Brian Kilmeade uh, did not know he had a hot mic on. So we'll, uh, we'll listen to some, some dull vote, but uh, it gets good at the end. McCarthy. Dumbass. <laughs> that's that's Brian Kilmeade just sitting there watching. He's dumbass. just like, dumbass. Yeah. I, I took like 40 seconds out of that clip because that's all we really need is him saying dumbass. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, are we for sure he's referring to McCarthy? Could he? Well, he's, I mean, it's, it's for the people voting for McCarthy. Yeah. So, like, it's right. just everybody's voting against Jim Jordan. And, right he had like a very slim margin of error. So I think at this okay. point, once, I don't know, five people voted against him, he wasn't going to win. Yeah. You but know? I, but what I mean is maybe, uh, maybe he just got a text message from his kid saying he just fucking wrecked the car. <laughs> what, what if he's, ah, oh, you know, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's tied into the vote, but you know what? I might've judged too harshly. We don't, we don't know. 
We don't know. And and it just tells you something that uh, that Kilmeade is the kind of guy who says dumbass and not motherfucker like most of us would if something was happening that we didn't like. Like if my my eight year old snuck you know, my keys and drove my car into a ditch, I would probably yell that. So, um, well, keeping with the pundits, it's been a few weeks since we visited our friends over at the Young Turks. And there's no better time than now because I realize this is our first ever clip that features New York Congressman George Santos. And in this clip, George Santos uses a very interesting prop. And it's a baby. <laughs> and I think that uh, the Young Turks was the uh, right place to go for coverage on this issue. Okay, and good. passed by George Santos, who was holding a baby. It's kind of unclear whose baby it is, uh, although there's a little bit of clarity. Now, um, George Santos, in a, in a tweet that was posted, George Santos just left Tim uh, Burchett's office with a baby in his arms. When asked if it was his baby, he said, not yet. Okay. Uh, so okay. I've got questions about that. Uh, the first question is, how is George Santos's house decorated for Halloween? Is there uh, an homage to the Island of Dolls? Because uh, I'm very worried for whoever the rightful parent of that child is. Right. And, you know, he's looking like he's uh, the stress. Look how big he is. I'd be worried about him eating the baby. <laughs> yes, I point. believe. I believe that's a uh, a, a uh, leftover uh, Patrice O'Neill sport coat right. that uh, George Santos <laughs> was able to squeeze into. And that and that uh, dykish looking pink man across from him there. I don't I don't know what's going on there either. You never yeah. know with George Santos. No, no, you you do really never know. But uh, let's see if he maybe explains himself and the baby a little better. Unclear what that means. He is a lunatic now for some unknown reason. <laughs> All right, I mean yes, but you know let's let's try to. Rep- Report the facts here, okay, Anna? Yeah, yes, he's a lunatic, but he's incredibly entertaining. Doesn't that count for anything? No. Someone said in the chat he should be the speaker of the house, and I, I, I I can't. Isn't I don't know if he can be speaker of the house. Isn't he a? Is he a congressman or is he a state congressman? He's a congressman. Uh, No, no, he's yeah. This is in this is in the the capital. Well, then yeah, he should absolutely be a congressperson. I, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And Santos also wanted Kevin McCarthy to acknowledge the baby. <laughs> he said, one of my staffers, baby, look at this baby, Mr. Speaker, Santos said to McCarthy, who then briefly acknowledged the baby before moving on and ducking into another GOP member's office. It's uh, It reminds me of the uh, Celebrity Jeopardy sketch on SNL where Norm MacDonald as Burt Reynolds has a giant hat on. He's like, hey, uh. I'm uh, wearing a big hat. Huh? What do you think about that? That's kind and, of what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, uh, McCarthy, look, it's a baby. But, uh, I, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Who brings her fucking baby to the Capitol, by the way? Who, what, what the hell is going on here? The well, cap- depend. I, I think you've fallen behind on the Q newsletter. Uh, there are ritual sacrifices in the basement uh, under the Longfellow building that uh, this was probably just a little bit before that happened. Uh, the bloodletting, the consumption. I, I, I don't know. I, I, if you're not going to keep up with the news, I don't know if we could do this show. Eric. Right. You're right. I should be more dialed in. <laughs> Someone suggested Bobert, like maybe it fell out of her. <laughs> You know, she's 36 and a grandmother. When we talked oh, about yeah. her about a month ago, uh, somehow uh, that slipped by the wayside. So, yeah, uh, that's that's not that's hard to do. I mean, you well, gotta, it's not that hard. 
Well, I mean, you, you got to figure somebody, either she or the daughter had a kid at what, like 11? Well, so she had a kid when she was 18 and her son had a kid when he was 18, just oh. following in mom's footsteps. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, there's a little bit more to this George Santos that, uh, it, it gets a little crazier, believe it or not. Now, after McCarthy uh, skirted that situation as quickly as possible, that's when the activists uh, decided to ask some questions to George Santos about what's happening in Gaza. And he said this at first, George Santos did. Do not record the baby. Do not record this baby, Santos said. The activists walked away and things seemed to dissipate. And the activists turned the corner back down where more members would be. But then Santos returned talking to the activists who were surrounded by police. Now, I understand what this is with the baby. Uh, if uh, people are aware of uh, former Howard Stern show personality, stuttering John Melendez, <laughs> uh, about a week ago, he came up with the idea that no one could clip his show if he played music that he'd created under the whole show. Uh, so basically... George Santos was inspired by stuttering John. I yes. don't think the other way around. And he's like, well, if I'm holding this baby, no one's going to take my picture. No one's going to film it. Uh, and yeah, there's a video of him yelling at this protester, but uh, you don't get to see him in the baby. So I, I, I need to know yeah. if it's a real baby, though. I mean, if, if you ever saw the film American Sniper, he definitely had a fake baby. They're holding a fake baby. It wasn't even a real baby. You know, uh, Paz says, uh, I'm supposed to breastfeed. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, I don't know. Let us know what you think about uh, George Santos. Uh, should, uh, should I dig up more Santos clips? Because uh, there's, there's no shortage of them. You know, there's reporters who wait outside his office door every day. And uh, he doesn't answer any questions. Usually the question is, what are you going to resign? And uh, he doesn't uh, actually uh, respond to that. Right. Well, we've got one more pundit clip, and it's a bit of a sad one because it makes me realize that um, Mike Pence doesn't have any friends. There's no one in his life to explain to him that it's just not happening. You know, they're just not that into you, Mike. And by that, I mean, you know, no one. And on Meet the Press... The, the question comes up, and um, he doesn't really have a, a good, realistic answer to this question. Let me ask you about your travels around the country, because you yeah. just uh, released your fundraising, which has trailed behind a number of your competitors. Of course, you, you have been struggling in the polls. Mr. Vice President, if you don't qualify for this next debate, will you drop out of the race? Well, we're working really hard to qualify for the debate. And, yeah. uh, uh, it's going to be down in Miami. Lots of people are going to MikePence2024.com. And All right. Look, if you're going to go on TV, you really shouldn't just blatantly lie like that and say that lots of people are going to Mike Pence 2024. You know that. You've never been to MikePence2024.com, <laughs> Mr. Vice President. Right. That's, you know, that's really what she should have asked him. <laughs> can you imagine how dumbfounded she would be if she asked, are you going to drop out? He just said, yep. Yeah, That's I, I mean, and sometimes you get the half answer, which is like, well, if we don't qualify for that debate, we will have to take a, a hard look at some things, you know, like, oh, we'll we'll have to reassess. And he's just like, no, no, no. Not only am I going to qualify for the debate, I'm going to be the most qualified. And that's actually, you know, he says later in the clip, which I, I clipped out. 
is that people are really responding to him because he's got more experience than anyone on the stage. Um, and I ask you, Eric Zane, experience doing what? What do you think Mike Pence is most experienced by? <laughs> oh, fuck. Staying up late. Staying up late and and uh, allowing the election to stand. That's about the only thing he was qualified to do. Yeah, I, I would say uh, I don't want to have a hot take here, but uh, I think that uh, January 6th isn't the only day he hid in the closet. I don't know. I'm just f- having a hunch right there. But uh, you can tell us in the chat. Uh, I know that there's there's some days in the calendar we don't talk about a lot on this show, but uh, I'm just thinking out loud. Well, uh, we're going to stay on Mike Pence, but we're going to bring it on over to talk shows because uh, our focus on talk shows this week has uh, some has a great breakdown of uh, Mike Pence photos. So let's head over to who are these talk shows? I said, can you dig it? I think so. And as promised last week, our talk show for this week's episode will be Jimmy Kimmel. And uh, I'm going to be completely honest with Eric and the audience. I have no notes for this clip. I'm not being critical of it. Uh, It's actually a superb takedown of Mike Pence. I feel like it qualifies because we were just talking about Mike Mike Pence. And uh, Jimmy presents his audience, and he does a really good job. I mean, it's like breaking down this Bruder film. He really breaks down a, a very sad photo from a recent Mike Pence event. Not only is the Pence campaign in debt, Mike's having trouble getting people to even show up at his events. What I'm about to show you is what I believe to be the saddest photo in presidential campaign history. This is a Mike Pence event at a drugstore <laughs> in Sydney, Iowa. Now, this is... Um, wow. I want you to look at this really closely because... <laughs> There are more multivitamins than people in this photograph. I mean, look, all the major side effects are represented here. You've got uh, drowsiness. You've got thoughts of suicide. <laughs> difficulty urinating. Oh, no. Problems operating heavy machinery. Uh, headache. Uh, what's the, uh, the irritability? And, of course, you have erectile dysfunction right there. Right there. It's heartbreaking. It's really yeah, showing the uh, vice president for our audio audience for the erectile okay. dysfunction. Yeah. He was just yeah. going around. And uh, Jimmy's going to note not just the people in this shot, Eric, and uh, we'll, we'll comment on it. Uh, there's there's a little bit more. But uh, Jimmy didn't just zero in on the fact that uh, there's about 12 people there. There are four, there are four empty chairs. <laughs> It's like they were hoping 20 people would show up and they only got 14. <laughs> oh, man. It's the guy. This guy's so bored. He's he's staring at the uh, cough drops on the shelf. <laughs> the energy in this photograph, it doesn't say we're here because we're excited. The vice president is in our town. The energy says we were promised donuts. And where are the f- donuts? Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> How do you how do you recover? I mean, if you're Mike Pence, you just I mean, that looks like a like the attendance of one of my fucking live streams. That that's <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ. And that that breaks my heart every time. I can't imagine this guy's running for fucking president. 
Yeah, uh, right there uh, to sort of piggyback on what you said. That's why there's never been a Black Cast live show. Okay, uh, just never once in ten years did I think that was a good idea. Yeah, you got a vice president can't draw. Although if I did do a live show, it would be at a grocery or a pharmacy in right. Iowa. Yeah, I like how that it's such a small town feel that they even pulled that yellow chair out of out of somebody's <laughs> kitchen. Look at that thing. It actually looks like it's from an old 1976 kitchen. Yeah, it wasn't just bring your own chair. It's bring your entire dining room set. Wow. Oh. <laughs> now, uh, look, uh, Jimmy did a great job there. It's uh, it, it's very sad for Mike Pence. There's probably times where his wife is like, oh, man, what if they'd only found us that day? But uh, I don't want to make it seem like I'm only here to praise Jimmy Kimmel. We're also here to bury him because... Good. He uh, takes a lot of time to set up a really easy, convoluted bit with a, just a, a hack payoff. So uh, let's uh, let's walk through uh, what had happened the night before this episode of the show. Last night we had a an eventful night. I got I went home and got a call saying the fire department's at the show. Turns out we had smoke pouring out of the vents outside our edit rooms. And then coming out of the building, they had to clear the whole place. Fortunately, everything and everybody was okay. The firefighters even left us a photo posing together at my desk, which is covered up. But, and uh, they like fixed that. it all. Thank you, guys. Uh, if you, and by the way, I just want to say the fire department, if you see any smoke coming from the building tonight, it's just because Snoop is here. We're fine. Because he, uh, I don't know if you know this about Snoop Dogg, but uh, he's uh, been known to uh, enjoy a toke or two. He's a fan yeah. of the reefer. I, <laughs> I just want to make sure that everybody gets it. Causing and, a uh, ruckus. Fuck yeah, you. he's definitely Snoop is there to cause a ruckus. And uh, you know, I don't know about uh, I don't know about your state, but uh, you know, weed's been very legal for a very long time uh, here in California. Right. Yeah. At one point, you had to get a, a phony prescription for it, but now you can you can literally you know it's like across from the the mediterranean restaurant uh, yeah the closest uh, one to me or so i've been told i don't actually know where it is but i know it's close by Hot jokes ended with like cheech and chong for god's sake well you'd think that but uh well uh jimmy has a little fun with guillermo same clip Did you go back and visit Snoop Guillermo? Of course, Jimmy. It yeah, looks like you did. that's my favorite day. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, like I, I could barely see your eyeballs. Uh, <laughs> a dream come true. You feeling all right? I'm feeling great, Can Jimmy. Can I get you some snacks? Uh, no, no, no. It's good. You okay? All yeah. Right. I'm- <laughs> Because, uh, you know, when you get high, uh, you get something called the munchies, Eric. Uh, I know that uh, you haven't uh, you haven't spent as much time working around comedians as I have. And uh, yeah. I, I feel so like know, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sometimes I need to point out some of these jokes. Uh, those are yeah. those are big jokes. Those are good jokes. His eyes and he's hungry. Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was a and it was a little bit of uh, some hack presentation there. And I'm trying to think about how I feel about this next clip, because I, I either want to say thank you for whoever on the staff of Jimmy Kimmel Live is a fan of Who Are These Broadcasters, which, by the way, is Tuesday afternoons on the Who Are These Podcast YouTube channel for everybody who wants to catch it live. Uh, but, um, well, I noticed they did a cold open at the beginning of a different episode of their show. And um, 
Well, it looked a little familiar to me. Tell me if you recognize it, Eric. Previously on Jimmy Kimmel Live. It was all captured on ring cameras inside of this homestead home. A black bear breaks into this house through a window screen and roams around for a bit. You can see him going from room to room. So, like, as comfortable as I am in my house. That's our girl. Here you could see the bear entering the kitchen, opening up the freezer, grabbing lasagna, and then ultimately leaving the house through the kitchen window. The tag bear is then seen on an outside camera holding the lasagna and walking away on the deck. From Hollywood, it's Jimmy Kimmel Live. And that's how the show started. With our fucking bear video. Our bear lasagna video. (laughs) He didn't even say anything. He just played the fucking thing. By the way, we didn't point this out before. Who puts lasagna in a bag? What the fuck? Well, when it's really good lasagna, it doesn't need to have any shape or form to it. I suppose. Uh, we we have several people that have sent two bucks. <laughs> and uh, Reverend Shitstain Powerful Pooper says, I'm smoking uh, RN. I don't know what that means. And this right, is right now. I'm smoking right now. And this is killing my buzz. Boo. Again. Reverend Sheetstain's fucking zooted. Fuck yeah. Good for you, uh, you have, Reverend. Yeah, hopefully we'll get one over $2. We'll snipe one out at the end of the show. So, yeah, or, or Eric, just or oh, Eric gets to pick the one that he wants. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, somebody's, want, uh, somebody's just waiting in the wings. Yes, I think. for yeah. a good $100. Uh, what are these called again? Super chat or whatever the fuck it is. Right. Yeah, no, I know. And uh, it's it's when you realize uh, that uh, guys like David Chandler and Nice don't watch your show if Carl's not on it, <laughs> because I haven't sure. seen them in a month. That's okay. But that's all right. That's okay. that's you know right. who we do see pretty much every week on this show, though, is our buddy Al Michaels. And Al Michaels was a guest on Jimmy Kimmel Live last week. Using another one of our clips, Eric. I can't believe it. But oh. because we like this clip so much, I thought that uh, I would wear, uh, I would air Albino, as his friends call him, Albino's uh, explanation of what happened. And uh, oh, don't worry, we'll reset you with the clip. Oh, yeah, because- we, had, we had a shot of her, and I didn't know how to describe her actually. So, oh, my mistake. Sorry, it's a clip about Taylor Swift uh, yep. watching yep. Travis Kelsey. That's my mistake because not everybody remembers last week's episode as well as I do. Yep, yep. So, we'll go back to Al. Oh, yeah, we, because- we, had, we had a shot of her, and I didn't know how to describe her actually. So, <laughs> yeah, we, we have that clip. Oh, my, I believe, yeah. <laughs> and of course, um, Looking on is his, well, at the moment, his good buddy and girlfriend. (laughs) Taylor Swift, he makes the pass here. It's a game of three. So is she his good buddy or his girlfriend? (laughs) You can't be both. You know, you're doing a game like that. I know that the internet's going to blow up. Uh Page six is waiting for whatever I say. (laughs) You know what I really wanted to say? What? Fiance. Oh. Oh. Now, wait till later in the season. No, I I didn't because I I figured Travis would beat me up at the end of the game. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe he'd be thrilled. I don't know. He could have been, right? She would have beat me up. He seems to have visualized this Oprah style, and it suddenly came true. It's crazy. It really Uh, is. What he's missing is he should have said, why would you have said her fiance? What what are you what what are you doing? Why would you even consider that? They've been dating for a few weeks. But Eric, don't bury the lead. Taylor Swift could definitely beat up Al Michaels. I mean, I have no there's no doubt in my mind. You know? Yeah. Uh, for I sure. think uh, she has to keep in shape to do those uh three, four hour concerts, whatever then, it is. Didn't she do the hand claps thing with Patrick Mahomes' annoying wife? Did you see that deal? 
Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because oh, uh, we will me. actually visit with that. Oh, thank God. <laughs> we have that clip, and it is time for Who Are These Sportscasters? There we go. For- Home of the hourly triple play. So uh, there's, we're not going to start with that clip though. We're going to build to it because okay, uh, I, I I put. <laughs> let's just say there's some things that maybe aren't people's favorite on the show that I put towards the end, and uh-huh. you'll okay. see as we go along. Uh, but uh, this first story is uh, Shannon Sharp has a great story about a date he went on that he remembers really well from 1990. And it's a funny story, but I still had to cut about two and a half minutes out of it. The payoff is great, but not so much for the payoff, which is funny. You need to watch and listen to Chad Ochocinco, who he's telling the story to. And uh, also watch where Chad Ochocinco ends up after the story concludes. Just check it out. The uh the server comes back said you okay you ready to order I'm like yeah so I got I think I think I got something probably cost like thirty forty dollars and so Ocho she yeah. got the menu and she just looking I'm like well, uh-huh. damn what she gonna order I say I say uh, you gonna go ahead you gonna order something she say uh I'm I'm trying to figure out what go with, what go with lobster I say condoms I say because if you order that we gonna have sex tonight <laughs> needless to say. <laughs> Needless to great payoff. That's definitely a funny story. Chad Ochocinco literally falls out of his chair, uh, but he's not done. Don't worry. Chad is still enjoying this. Say she didn't order that, and I never saw her again. I, I, I put that on everything, Ocho. <laughs> See, Ocho, you man, you get me on here, Ocho. I get on here with you, man, and you have me be telling stories, man. I was supposed to take this to my grave, man. He's got his he's hands up. Trying to figure out what going with lobster. Cough out a word. Condoms. Hey, what going lobster again? Condoms. Cause we having sex if you order that lobster. I ain't got bread like that, Ocho. I can see if I was making. If I came in, I'm a first round or a second round draft pick. Cause back then, a first round draft pick got like a million dollars. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, someone asked, "Why did he fall?" And it's like. Dummy, have you ever been to a black movie theater? Because it was funny. That, that's what happens. By the way, uh, Eric, I'm going to call you out on that. There's no way you've ever been to a black movie theater. <laughs> True. <laughs> Do they even have them in Michigan? Well, oh, yeah, no. there's there's a part of Michigan I know yeah, they have them. I haven't been to it. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. By the way, every time Shannon Sharp talks, I keep hearing dumb Donald from the Fat Albert show. <laughs> this dude, holy shit, it's like he has three tongues. What the fuck? Uh, I, 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 uh, I'm also just in awe of the uh, just spacious Red Roof Inn that Chad Ochocinco is doing this interview <laughs> from. You really get a good view of, you know, the table, the bed. You know, you really get to see kind of everything, the, the artwork. I mean, well, uh, Chad Ochocinco is doing okay, I think, is, is the takeaway. <laughs> Don't worry about Chad. Oh, shit. That's great. Well, uh, we're sticking with sports, but don't worry. This isn't uh, too sporty just yet. We're still tell- telling stories. We're having fun. It's happening. Some things are meant to be together. 
Eric. Peanut butter and jelly, chocolate in my peanut butter, dogs and peanut butter, you know what I'm saying? Uh, one thing that might need a little bit of work, one pair that maybe hasn't quite meshed yet, the CW and college football. Uh-huh. Here's uh, an amazing promo from uh, Saturday night's game. Fair catch, Carolina. Everyone at home, are you watching F-Boy Island? Well, the answer should be F, yeah. Watch an all-new season of F-Boy Island on the CW Mondays at 8, 7 Central. Wow! free the next day on the CW app. Okay, there's more to this live read, but uh, I, I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. Uh, are you watching F-Boy Island? And uh, oh, I can't no. imagine that either guy in the booth knows anything about F-Boy Island. I, I am... Uh... You know, I I disagree. The CW in college football have to be for each <laughs> okay. other. That yeah. is that is too much. God well, damn. Yeah. Uh, so there's uh, about uh, 25 more seconds of this live read. So <laughs> let's see uh, how else they try to sell us on all the F boys out there. Season three has started. By the way, the finale of season two a couple of weeks ago was incredible. <laughs> and it's it is about two or three shows in right now. They're already kicking F boys out of there left and right. Nice guys sticking around. They kicked a couple F boys off. So make sure you're checking it out on the CW when you're not watching us call these great football games. But how does the other guy keep his great faith? Fantastic promotion. Oh! Yeah, well, the other guy actually <laughs> says fantastic promotion. That's and uh, I hope that his reel has like, they're kicking F boys out left and right. Uh, breaking news, guys. Maze Whip says Zumok is live right now and has more than twice the viewers. Wow. Probably There's twice an- the addictions, too. And Jesus uh, Christ. You know, I, I only have three credit cards. Uh, so right. I'm going to assume that that's another thing. And uh, I know how many people are watching us right now. Uh, I'm going to bet that uh, not that many people are watching Chad, but you know what? If they are, good for him. You know, yeah. I don't. He deserves uh, it. He deserves a win. He deserves a win. He's when you win. Oh yeah, he's only when, got a couple years left to live. You, you might as well <laughs> fuck. When let you, him have it. When you work that hard to hone your craft and you become a master of it, you deserve to have an audience that's loyal and will follow you anywhere and everywhere. Uh so Eric, we've talked on the show before, and I'm sure you talk about on your show that uh, you are responsible for some of the in-game announcing at uh, some live sporting events in your area. And I would assume that when you do that, you probably get to know the people that handle the Jumbotron. Um, let me ask you a question. Is there a list maybe of things that shouldn't go up on the Jumbotron, Eric? Uh, anything that you wouldn't just whip out to a mixed audience of people that you don't know. Yeah. I would say, I would say if there was one thing on the list, it would be, uh, what ended up on the jumbotron, uh, at the Michigan state game on Saturday, Michigan state university issued an apology tonight after an image of Adolf Hitler appeared on the Spartan stadium video board during the game against Michigan. This is the image that's circulating online. MSU says it is aware that inappropriate content by a third party source was displayed. And we are deeply sorry for the content as this is not representative of our institutional values. The university also says it will not use a third party source going forward and will implement stronger screening procedures in the future. 
Oh, okay. Now, this couldn't be more fantastic because the screenshot, it's a typical Michigan gray late day. So, and then the the Jumbotron is unbelievably bright, fantastic color scheme. This is the best looking picture of Hitler that exists on the planet. I mean, well, this actually... This is- this is Hitler's F-boy shot. Right. Actually. Oh, I mean, there are people who, if they didn't know that was Hitler, they'd want to suck his dick. I mean, that's a that's a good-looking fucking picture of Hitler there. So I it mean, is yeah, it's look, huge. I, they shouldn't be so rough on the Jumbotron uh, operator. I mean, I, I my understanding is that the halftime show was actually Triumph of the Will themed. So, you know, they were just only trying to get a jump start on it. And uh, oh. I believe I believe next next home game is uh, Mein Kampf night. So uh, there's <laughs> something to look at in terms of the giveaways. And uh, I've gotten I've gotten a text that uh, a a box of Michigan Spartans gear has shown up at Anthony Cumia's hospital. Hospital. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I'm just uh, getting some information from a third party. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I'm not going to. There's no joke tagging here. We're just going to fucking soak in that masterpiece. <laughs> Fuck yes. Yeah. I feel like this shouldn't be the uh, this shouldn't be the uh, the thumbnail for the episode. If I had to guess, uh, <laughs> Carl, uh, don't pull an image of, uh, of this right here uh, right now. So uh, I do want to talk about, obviously, you know, you, you, you hear a lot about in sports, you know, the, the triumph uh, of, of victory and the agony of defeat. Well, a couple weeks ago on Monday Night Football, they uh, highlighted a Chargers fan who shows that being a Chargers fan is the kind of roller coaster that in the same game will unfortunately have you on camera providing both. Uh, so uh, let's uh, see how she was doing when things were going good for the Chargers. Yeah, she's got the mad face. I mean, just pure ecstasy. For wow. this Chargers fan. As the Chargers have tied it. Jumping up and down. If there's a definition of pure ecstasy, that's it. <laughs> yeah. If, if there was a definition of wow. pure ecstasy, that was it. For me, the definition of pure ecstasy is fading out a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. But uh, I don't want to get uh, too far down that rabbit hole. It was but, like she um, was cheering so hard, though, that it was starting to yeah. turn her down syndrome Yeah, no, I think uh, it just uh, – and again, this is a, mostly a visual joke. It uh, gave me the sense that uh, the napalm had missed her village, and that's why she was so happy <laughs> and she was celebrating and uh, – well, you know, look, I'm going to get in trouble one way or another on this show today. Is what I'm but you're realizing. It. <laughs> now that I'm opening my fucking killing it, Jesus. Killing Christ. what? My marriage? Yeah. Oh, no, fuck that. This is great. Well, <laughs> uh, if anybody remembers that Monday night game, uh, things didn't go well uh, for the Chargers. Uh, and uh, let's uh, let's see that same fan at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, it's only a few seconds, oh, but no. uh, they found her. Right back in the stands. I guess it probably wasn't that difficult, you know, because they <laughs> highlighted her earlier. But uh, yeah, that's that's really that's what it takes. That's what happens. Look, we all root for sports. Te- well, not everybody watches the show, apparently, but most of us, we have a team that we root for. We have a team that we live and die for, that we breathe whatever color the jersey is. And, uh, you know, you referenced our girl, Taylor, Tay Tay. Yeah. And Brittany Mahomes, her new BFF, uh, they were having a moment uh, this uh, past Sunday. 
So uh, let's see what's going on with Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes, obviously Patrick Mahomes' wife, and she's Travis Kelsey's, I don't know, concubine. I don't know what the right term is. Buddy. Anymore. Her buddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Al Michaels told us uh, her buddy. So here they are. They're so excited over the Chargers again. And look, they've got their own secret handshake, Eric. Do you think by next week they're going to teach themselves one of those languages that, you know, only twins can understand? Oh, shit. You know that that moment will be included in the song after he dumps her and oh, however long it's going to take. Oh, yeah. yeah. They'll recreate that in the video. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have a we have a real convergence of annoying people with um, <laughs> his wife is just an absolute problem. Um, his, uh, Patrick's mom. Yeah, Patrick's brother is a pain in the ass. Yep. Swift is a pain in the ass. All true. <laughs> the only one who's not a pain in the ass is like the mom. And it, it you remember that yeah. one clip and she's banging on the glass. Oh, the, the mom hates her. You can tell the mom is yeah. like, oh, fuck this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that's that's the uh, the merch. The show merch should actually be fuck this bitch and then credit it <laughs> to Travis Kelsey's mom. Well, if you, Eric, and everybody in the audience, if you're tired of all the cutaways of Taylor Swift being so happy and Travis Kelsey maybe in love with her, I mean, they held hands, they kissed. Uh, I did find a pretty great clip that uh, shows both of them not being happy. Now, they're not fighting with each other yet, but, you know, in this moment, uh, neither one of them is actually happy. Going to try to bring it at the end. The hands. Kelsey just pounds the ground in frustration. Don't hurt your hand. That should be open handed. You don't use it with a closed fist when you pound it. No, it's funnier if you do it with open This is outstanding job by Mahomes. Aggressive. Yeah, good throw by Mahomes. And uh, there's Kelsey, the wide open, spying, fucking Butterfingers Kelsey there. For the one on one, and that is a rare drop. And look at Taylor. Oh, no. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, it's like, I don't care if he's 14 and a half inches. If that, if too many more of those happen, I'm going to have right. to move on. Brit, Brittany Mahomes, or yeah, Brittany Mahomes is like, that turf is going to be your face in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all we have for Taylor Swift uh, this week. So you're welcome, everybody. Uh, we have seen your comments. We have processed your reaction to some of the clips that we play defiantly we don't give a shit and to illustrate that i share this video from tbs brian anderson basically addressing the small fraction of the watb audience who hates when we show baseball clips what a day baseball is not boring baseball <laughs> is great and yes that's the whole clip and i only pulled it because people are complaining right. and Eric, you sent me a great clip that I think should illustrate how maybe, just maybe, baseball can be exciting. Like we had a Game 7 last night in the American League Championship Series, which was so thrilling. Eric had to ask me before the show who won, the Texas Rangers. <laughs> uh, but uh, And we have one tonight. And, uh, you know, Eric again asked, well, who's playing in the National League? It's the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. It's in Philly. It's going to be a great game. It's all right. The clips are still fun. I knew that. You still found a great clip from over the weekend. This is the Houston Astros radio voice 
uh, reacting to this is a big situation. Right. Uh, they're they're down in the ninth inning. I think they might even have uh, two outs. And uh, let's see what happens when uh, little little mini Jose Altuve, who's Jose Altuve, easy for me to say, comes to the plate. The pitch. And Altuve hits it in the air pretty deep to left. Carter is back at the wall, leaves, and it is gone! It's gone! It's gone! It's gone! Jose Altuve gives the Astros a 5-4 to four lead! I mean... This guy's going to have a heart attack. How Look do you like that? Here. It's like a little so kid small. just hit a fucking monster home run. <laughs> yeah. Most of the Astros players Look out in that front of the fucker. third base dugout celebrating and ready to greet Altuve. Hit it so far. Well, now that uh, the Astros season is over, he's uh, going to go back to his day job, which is uh, performing in mini kiss. So uh, <laughs> I believe that uh, he'll have uh, plenty to do there. By the way, yeah. Uh, let's get out in front of this because we've been talking now for an hour and 24 minutes and yep. an hour and 20 of them haven't been about sports. And this cock drops <laughs> this in uh, almost oh, every time. Oh. I Go ahead. Read the comment. Read the comment. Dang lizard says almost every time I tune in, they're talking sports on WATB. Are there other topics? There had been an hour and 15 minutes of other topics. Dang lizard. Eric Zane does not reflect the belief of this show or the WATP network. Dang Lizard has very loose pockets. Oh, uh, he doesn't, just, so I can't call just him names? He's just choosing not to empty them out for the oh, sports clips. So don't, don't worry. Think, okay. We've got more. There'll be a girl eventually. Maybe then you'll want to pay. Uh, so you're saying that I shouldn't insult people who have money? Uh, well, no, not once they pay. Uh, right now, oh, okay. it's okay. I'm okay, just good. letting Dang Lizard know that all he has to do is spend $3. And then not only can he put words in my mouth, uh, Eric won't be allowed to make fun of you until next week. Uh, and, uh, more terrible news. This piece of shit is weighing in. Hack Ride says, wait, Zia's on the show. I would have tried harder. Shit. Oh, uh, we're not we're not there yet. Uh, yeah. Someone less popular than Hack Ride is uh, Ted Cruz. And uh, this was posted on Twitter yesterday. It, it is just a tweet. Astros fans are begging Ted Cruz not to attend tonight's postseason game seven due to the Cruz curse. After yesterday's loss, the team is 0-4 at home with Ted Cruz in attendance. The Senate isn't in session till tomorrow. Can you please go back to D.C. a little early? So I'm going to show you another tweet. Oh, no. <laughs> There's Ted Cruz at the game. And I've already uh, spoiled the fact yep. that uh, the Rangers won. So, uh, Ted, a... if you'd listened to your constituents, uh, maybe, just maybe, they would have realized something. What a punchable face on that guy. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Both of them. I don't even know who the other guy is. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So, it's apparently whoever Ben Ferguson is uh, of the Ben Ferguson show. He looks like fat Rob Liefeld, and that's just for the nerds <laughs> in the audience. That's literally just for the nerds in the audience. Um, but, you know, the thing about baseball is that it can be fun. You know, obviously, Ted Cruz probably had to put in his emotion chip to pretend that he was upset. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, Trump called his wife ugly, and he basically got down and let him put it in the back door. Uh, so, you know, obviously, there's there's no real integrity there. However... Uh, a lot of people can still have fun at baseball games, except for uh, one guy. If you suck, you can't have fun at a baseball game. And I'm talking about Derek Jeter. 
who just did not want to have any fun. David Ortiz is like the opposite of Derek Jeter. He's there to have fun and everybody's having fun. But who does even fucking A-Rod wants to have fun? Who doesn't want to have fun? Derek Jeter. I got present for all of you. It did. Shining too much. What is it? Honestly, you look great. I got it right here. Kevin. Oh. Cowboy hat. Burkhart. Poppy, you're the Dominican guard Brooks. You already know it. (laughs) Capitano. Come on, try it on. Over to Jeter. Jeter. Watch him. Come on now. Kevin Burkhart. Good sport. Puts it on right away. Nice. Listen listen to this joke. See? That's what I'm talking about. How are we doing, Poppy? Oh, we all great. Awesome. Let me. Oh, great. Uh, (laughs) New Yorkers don't wear these. Let me see. You're, you're from Florida. Dominican Garth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you look like my man for, from Toy Story. <laughs> Woody. Look Woody. at it. They're killing it. And Jeter is such a wet blanket. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. I, I can't believe it's just called Woody. Pretty good though. Yellowstone. Like Woody. Yellowstone. I mean, <laughs> Big Poppy's having so much fun. He's laughing up a storm. Oh, oh man, you guys. All right. <laughs> Talk about Cheater. guys who feel like they need to put on a show and have emotions. Uh, earlier in the uh, clip, just a few seconds ago, Jeter's like, "Yeah, that's good," and he's like, he's got the big smile because he's like, "Well, they're all having fun." What? So, a, yes. Uh, what a yeah. fucking cock. Yeah. So unless you're a Yankees fan and, uh, you know, you have uh, all the Jeter rings, you probably agree with me that Derek Jeter sucks, except there's one area in his life where I have the utmost respect. Uh, it's just the uh, the tear of top shelf A plus list puss that he tore through. <laughs> and the fact that when he was done with them, there was a basket of basket, memorabilia yes. waiting for them in a car that uh, took them home. And uh, I believe he then changed his cell number after uh, each of them. And, you know, just Google it. I mean, it's uh, some real next level stuff. Oh, my gosh. Dang lizard with six euros and 66 cents. I'm going to translate that into U.S. dollars because that's more than two. It what does is. he say, Eric? He, he, is, he says, we all know Ted Cruz is a Zodiac killer. And Eric Zane, you can call me whatever you want. All right. Respect. Respect. Perfect. Perfect. I love that. That is respect. Uh, piece of shit. Hack ride writes Eric Zane phoned it in this week. Fellas, much like most to all of Eric's podcasting career. Uh, you got to let me know when the sweet puss is on the show. Well, uh, Carl's not going to be on this week, so I'm not going to be able to tell you when the sweet puss is on the show, but unfortunately, as we've kind of given away, I am about to Derek Jeter this show. Because it is time oh, no. for our weekly segment with Hack Ride. Fuck. Oh, how are you? I am Hack Ride. And yes, this is a 3D version of me. It is my away uniform. I hope you like it. Yes. Would you I like, like to it, see closer? Do that for you. Yes, I am. Do not fuck with the demon. I'm looking at you, Eric Zane. Anyway, I hope everyone is having a wonderful week. And I would like to do some sports now. It is time. We are going to sport. Let us sport. We need the sporting music first. Where is it? There it is, the Oregon Duck theme. Oh, we love the Oregon Duck theme here. And let us sport. WATV edition. All right, let's get to it. I have less time this week, so let's get to it. Oh, we got some sports. All right, we're going to start with college football. Yes, college football. 
I just would like to ask BYU, what is going on? What is going on over at BYU? Let's take a look. The halftime show is a presentation from the Super Mario Brothers movie. They're singing the Princess Peaches song for our audio audience. This is at halftime at a man's game. What is going on here? I am so sorry about that. It was awful. What is going on at BYU? I kind of like this. Get your shit together. My God, that's a Mountain West conference. (laughs) Anyway, we have more sports, more music. Bring back the ducks. There we go. We have a new NBA alien. Would you like to see him? Oh, my God. It's an alien. I've never seen anything like it. Where is he? Here he is. That is Victor Wimbanyama. Right there with Chris Paul. Chris Paul is like 6'3". He's got a very what, man, long arm. A foot higher than a What is going on here? Audio, audio. It's an alien. It's Victor Wimbanyama. The alien. We don't like that. Oh. 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 We don't. What is what was wrong on with the Mormons? Did anyone explain that to me? No. All right. To our final story of the day. Cycling. We love cycling here in hell. Cycling is so fun. Yes. We like the bicycle. It is... How we get around hell? Yes, on flat tires, on rocky roads. Oh, it's a torture. Just like Eric Zane's love life. Yes, all right. Yes, I didn't even write that joke. No, that's how bad it was. All right, would you like to watch some cycling? Yes, yes this please. is very loosely cycling, but let's see the cycling. Yes. There's some fighting over a bicycle in the street. Looks like Rochester to me, but I don't know. It ain't your fucking bike. Yes, he got his bike back. I don't know why that played like shit, but hey. Hey, at least he acknowledges it. That's what we're gonna do. That's how we're finishing. On a shitty video. Anyway, this is Hackroyd. Hope you all have a wonderful evening. And we'll see you next time on Let Us Fall, the WATV edition. Yes. bad it's funny that's the wired christian not me christian blatt that's a uh, uh that's a different uh christian yeah there reverend shitstain powerful pooper throws in another two bucks with cringe of the week cringe of the week <laughs> oh, uh yeah if we if we could uh play uh audio super chats i believe that's uh what he would have dropped in there yeah. well i'm glad everybody hung in uh i enjoy hack ride i have uh, sacrificed uh, 12 families so far to our beloved demon. And uh, I'm just waiting further orders from him. 
Uh, Eric, I, I think oh. you might have liked one of those clips. I, I think you can't pretend that you just I, yeah, liked all of them. I, I think that the clips were fine. It was what was surrounding it. I mean, <laughs> uh, my God. It, it's so bad that I don't even have anything bad to say about it. It's kind of like when you first hear you have cancer and you don't know yeah. what to say or someone comes up to you and says, hey, my dad just died and you don't know what to say. I don't even know what to say with that piece of shit. It's, it's so fucking... I have to think about it. I think it's going to need longer to percolate before I can figure out what I want to say about this disaster uh, until I can actually say it. Oh, God damn. Yeah, I, I think that uh, I can respect that opinion. I, I don't know. what did you? Are you plugging? Are you about to uh, play some no. guitar solos like Marty no. McFly <laughs> in Back to the Future? Is that, Are you at Doc Brown's house? What happened? Sorry, something, something was buzzing on me. I apologize. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that, that only makes the show better. So yeah, sorry. My fault. My Uh, fault. No, look, and everyone who stuck around uh, for hack ride, you'll be rewarded with our review segment, except for the fact that right now, before we get to that, we do have to have our hall of fame segment, Uh which we're keeping it in baseball. We have a, a moment in broadcasting history. And I will tell you right now, it is not a highlight. It is not a great call. I don't care what you think about any sports. I think you're going to like this clip. All right. Way back, back into time. Let's find out who are these broadcast histories. So this is our first Hall of Fame segment with an actual Hall of Famer. Al Campanis was on Nightline. And yes, you can tell from the video quality. This was a little while ago. And uh, Al Campanis gets asked uh, kind of a softball question as to uh, why does he think there aren't more black managers or any black general managers in Major League Baseball? And the uh, cardinal mistake that Al Campanis made was that uh, he answered with his honest opinion and uh, Ted Koppel's not having it. So uh, before, before we get to the pretty girl, uh, let's uh, let's hear what Al Campanis had to say about this. Hey, why is it that there are no black managers, no black general managers, no black owners? Well, Mr. Koppel, there have been some black managers, but I, I, I really can't answer that question directly. The only thing I can say is that, you have to pay your dues when you become a manager. Uh, generally, you have to go to minor leagues. There's not very much pay involved. And some of the better-known black players have been able to get into other fields and make a pretty good living in that way. Yeah, but you know in your heart of hearts, and we're going to take a break for a commercial, you know that that's a lot of baloney. I mean, there, there are a lot of black <laughs> players. There are a lot of great black baseball He's men. laughing who would dearly love to be in managerial positions. And I guess what I'm really asking you is to, you know, peel it away a little bit. Just tell me, why do you think it is? Is there still that much prejudice in baseball today? No, I don't believe it's prejudice. I, I, I truly believe that they may not have some of the uh, necessities to uh, be, uh, let's say, a field manager or p- perhaps a, a general manager. Okay. You, you really know. believe that? Yes, he well, does. I don't say that they're all of them, but they're, they certainly are short. 
I'm just going to pause it. It's a long clip, but I'm going to pause it because that was Ted Koppel basically throwing him a lifeline. Like, do you really believe that? Oh, wait, if somebody asks me that, I should say, no, not really. I think it's really unfortunate. And then you give whatever the stock answer is. Right. You can still fix it at this point. You can say- this was the 80s. This is the crossroad right here. Yeah, but this is the 80s, and nobody gave a fuck. How many quarterbacks do you have? How many pitchers do you have that are black? It, a lot more now. I mean, black. you know, I got to tell you, that sounds like the same kind of garbage we were hearing 40 years ago about players when they when they were saying, ah, not 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 really, not really well, cut out. You remember the days, you know, hit a black football player in the knees, and you know, no, that really sounds like garbage. I got to pause that because oh. what was Ted Koppel talking about? You got to hit a black player in the knees. <laughs> yeah, and black. what, Ted? What happens next, Ted? Well, you know, those blacks, they've got weak knees. They're, they're known for uh, that. That black has some glass knees. Oh, fucking shit. And uh, I promise there's a payoff at the end of this clip that makes it all worthwhile, everybody. And uh, don't worry. <laughs> the puss might be coming. And, you know, no... <laughs> That really sounds like garbage. If you if you forget no, that, it's, so. it's not it's not garbage, Mr. Koppel, because uh, I played on a on a college team, and the center fielder was black, uh-huh. and in the backfield at NYU with a fullback who was black. Never knew that my chauffeur is black. black or white. We were teammates. My butler's black. So it just might be that they they why are, are black men or black people not good swimmers? Because they don't have the buoyancy. It may just be that they don't have access to all the country clubs and the pools. But I'll tell you what, let's take a break and we'll continue. Because they don't have the buoyancy, Eric. Isn't that what you were telling me right before the show? Right. Yeah, I was. uh, No, no, I wasn't. uh, No, uh, sorry. I had you confused with somebody else. uh, How about how about the other guy there who doesn't he doesn't even move till at the end. He smiles as soon as he knows Campanus or whatever his name is is fucked up. Well, the yeah, blacks can't float. This is a 20 minute clip. And uh, yeah, he's just like, wait, what? Wait, why am I in a split screen while he's saying this? You know, it's almost like, you know, now you would just, you know, click off the camera on your Zoom. But the guy, that is that is spectacular. God, I've yeah, never seen uh, that before. And I will uh, let you know a future uh, Hall of Fame segment. That conversation was posed to jimmy the greek and he weighed in on what he thought about this yeah so this same conversation also uh it, it becomes problematic for jimmy the greek hey. but that'll be that'll be future uh, episodes here. uh some okay we got a problem because some <laughs> uh, asshole, who's this some asshole is posting under the who are these podcasts name yeah and uh th- i i know what you're doing there yeah i i can't really elaborate but that's fucking bullshit. Whoever just said that. He, he says that that skilled Japanese secret fighters dressed in all black can't yeah. swim. That's yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Ninjas well, can't swim. Yeah. And, I don't and get white, it. And white men can't jump. Well, look, listen, I'm going to set up our next video with this image that I pulled specifically for Hack Ride. Uh, we have gotten some actual reviews for this show. We are going to need more. I will uh, explain to you how we would like the reviews to be presented. But uh, my friend and yours, uh, Zia Landerson Bastille Day. Zia Anderson, you know and love her from the Chip Chipperson podcast. Maybe you remember her and I on AfterBuzz TV or her many appearances on the Blackcast. But 
More than likely, you're a subscriber to her OnlyFans at Zealand, and maybe you watch her live streams where uh, Super Chats determine whether or not she wears a bikini and uh, just how many snacks she douses herself in and how much chocolate sauce. That's uh, Zealand uh, right here on YouTube, actually. Z-X-I-A-L-A-N-D. You can find my pal Zia there. And uh, Eric, I don't know if you know my friend Zia, but uh, she texted no. me no, before the show and she said that you blocked her on Twitter. So I did. Uh, yeah, you probably <laughs> didn't want pictures like this showing up in your feed. Oh, but some of us, some of us appreciate the female form, especially <laughs> when you know maybe there's a uh, obviously been some slapping on the hiney. Uh, you know, some of us appreciate. Say, it. Looks looks rather inflamed. Yeah, and and uh, Zia's husband Nick uh, takes all of her photos and uh, films all of her sessions. Uh, and uh, go ahead and uh, read the super chat before we get to our review girl segment. Reverend Shitstain, powerful pooper, says only whores I give two dollars to are you guys. No OnlyFans. So that you're very sweet. Thank you, kind. thank you, Reverend thank Shitstain. You. It's much appreciated. So uh, we're gonna uh, play a WATP style game where Zia is going to read a review. And uh, Eric, I know the answers, uh, so you will try and guess how many stars each review is. Okay, so Fair uh, welcome to who are these broadcasters making her debut? Our review girl Zia Zia Anderson. All right, review number one. Is anyone listening to WATB? Who are these broadcasters? I tried and it failed me. Too many pods of the same format, Carl. Sometimes less is more. So. How many stars do you think that is? Go ahead and uh, let me know what you think, Eric Zane. How many stars well, is that? That's uh, that's three. That's a good guess, but you're definitely hedging your bets by going right down the middle. She's counting. I told her to count. One. One oh, star. No. We got a one star right. there. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is uh, they can't all be winners. Cringe of the week material. Guess how many stars that is. Okay, they called us Cringe of the Week. We've been presented with Cringe of the Week in the chat. How many stars do you think we got for that one, Eric? Five. Which is what Zia can count to. Surprisingly, that was five stars. <laughs> five stars. You got it. Some people like loser cringy co- com- com- content, I suppose. I don't- it's easy for you to say. That's all right. But, uh, yeah, so uh, that was the second one, and uh, my video was playing. Content, I suppose? I don't know. I don't know why that was five stars with a bad review, but there it is. Uh, The next one is, uh, I don't know about this show. The hosts seem to fight with the audience a lot. Also true, by the way. That is. Yeah, that's very true. We do fight with the audience a lot. (laughs) They fight with us, too. I think that uh, there's a lot of... There's a lot of sibling interaction yeah, on this I, show. I, I, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and just get fucked in the butt and say, okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, that's that's a five-star review right there. Let's see. As Zia waits for the reveal. Five stars. Yeah. That, five hey, stars. look at that. So, Thank um, you. He's not sure, but he likes it, I think. <laughs> I don't know. She doesn't understand right, me or our show. Thank but, you. What you can all understand is that uh, you can follow Zia. You can join her OnlyFans, but also she's on Instagram. The picture that I'm sharing with our visual audience, the Hacker Eyed special, as I call it, that picture is available for free 
on her Instagram. So go ahead and go give go give a follow over there. And um, I don't know, Eric, I was going to go back to full screen of you and I, but for some reason, I feel like I'm just going to leave that up there while we sign off the show. Don't you think? Okay. Yes. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. It's always just so weird because she's like the same age as my daughter. So I'm like, oh, geez, you're so silly. Come that's, on. That's very sweet. But she's like so 33. Weird. She's like 33. Well, so, yeah, my no. daughter's getting there. <laughs> She'll be there soon. Uh, so in any case, uh, we would like to get more comments. We want more reviews. And Eric will, of course, continue to try and figure out how many there are. If you want to see Z again, though, we have to get more reviews. And you got to remember the rules. Unlike WATP, where you shit on the show in the comments and then give five stars. We want five stars. That part's the same. However, you shit on Eric Zane in the comments and you talk about how much you like me. Correct. Whatever you do, you need to say something like me. Don't be a smart Alec and say something nice about Eric and talk about what a douche I am. Those are right. not the comments that we want. Christian uh, is very fragile very and I fragile. like to fight. So <laughs> it's true. You're always you're always mind. looking you're always looking for a ruckus. Exactly. Uh, don't forget, you can also leave us a voicemail. Go to whoarethese.com. Mention it's for WATB. They'll give you the phone number there. And, of course, support Carl and the entire network on Patreon. You'll get bonus episodes and lots of great content. And if people like great content, Eric Zane, where do they find what you're up to? Well, my friend, uh, you can just search wherever you download podcasts for the Eric Zane Show podcast. The audio is available wherever you download shows Monday through Friday. You can also get the show live on Twitch. Just search Eric Zane Live, all one word, on Twitch. Uh, and I have a Patreon, too. Once you find one, you'll find the others. It's just a matter of trying. You'll figure it out. Eric Zane is all you need to know. And uh, I'm at Christian DMZ on social media. My personal podcast, The Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Our most recent episode features Carlos Danger, known throughout the Dabbleverse. Uh, he and I analyze the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, you might be asking, and people have been asking over the last week, do you mean the 1974 Toby Hooper classic? Nope. Do you mean the 2002 Jessica Biel remake? Nope. It's the 2022 Netflix version about influencers or celebrity chefs or some bullshit like that. Uh, and uh, I'm making some press from an interview I posted yesterday with Jeff Keith, the lead singer of the band Tesla. You can find that stuff on my YouTube yeah. page. B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T and the audio version is available wherever you find podcasts. Well, we did it. We're closing the book on another W-A-T-B. Somehow this one's longer than last week. I really thought that uh, I had trimmed the fat. But uh, it's all right. We're having fun. It's happening. It is closing time, Eric. So it is time for my sign-off. And uh, I believe we've uh, already identified it as uh, Dang Lizards. But thank you to everyone who super chatted. And remember, our next episode is only a week away. We will have a, a special celebrity guest on next week's show. Comedian Don Jameson is going to join us while we break down some very Halloween-centric clips. I think people are really going to enjoy that. So uh, I, I believe uh, you'll see us back at our regular time Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. But maybe it's 2 p.m. Eastern. I don't know. We'll let you know. But uh, subscribe to the Who Are These Podcasts YouTube channel, and then you'll know when we're going live. But it is closing time. So as always, I'll remind you that every mic is a hot mic. 
but we all know Ted Cruz is a Zodiac killer. And Eric Zane, you can call me whatever you want.